You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next. Oh, oh, it's Friday, everyone. So what does that mean? At Black Hollywood Live, we're right here on Next. We have another edition where we talk about what's going on in the world, what's next, and we always have a great guest. But before we get to our guest, who are you, lady? Kiki Ayers. Yes, I am Megan Thomas. Cortez West is not here this evening, but that's okay. Because guess who else we got? Hey. Denise Boutet. Exactly. We've she tells tried. the truth. We've all put the fan in front of us and acted like it was the wind machine. Oh my god! I knew, every time I walk past the fan, I stop. Right. Like Beyonce. Doesn't it just make you feel like powerful? Right. Oh, you're like I'm Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I'm sure you know this beautiful face. She's been all over our TV, and we're gonna get all into that. Oh, but first, oh. let's talk about what's going on in the world. We're gonna talk about what's new in casting. Okay. So, right now, there is a new show that's going on HBO, and it's called Bros, and it's about three black brothers. Have you heard about this? I certainly have, because I went in on it. <gasps> Did you? <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, yes, I have heard. Okay. Yes, yes. yes. So, yes, Bros is, uh, it just got picked up on HBO, and it's yeah. about three black brothers. Two of them are straight, one is gay, and it talks about their whole dating life, and it's really cute. So, let's watch a clip of it. We got the clip. We got the clip. Call in the clip. The clip's Oh, there you go. <laughs> a little difficulty, but that's all right. That's Friday. That's okay. Yeah. What are you going to do? Right. No, but let's talk about your... Can, can you talk about when you were on there? Like, what your experience was? It was audition? An, well, it was an audition. Yeah, so it was an audition for a role that they're thinking of making a... Well, a quote recurring a okay. potential series regular did you find out about it yet I don't know like the then you got it edition. we're gonna put it out no, there cause you know what they're being like really secretive about it okay is that this is it it's a trailer hey daddy I want you to ride me like a black stallion I've got handcuffs and butt plugs oh my keep my phone fuck on my dating who's that Oh, your role, Beyonce? Is he even again? Can I go on record? You sound very desperate in stalker, JC. Like you have better luck in relationships. You on your own? I am waiting for someone. Well, if you weren't, I'd buy you a drink. Who knows what it might lead to? You experimenting with Viagra and having a two-day heart on, and me having to take you to the emergency room. That was one time. Mm. Calm down. Well, Dana and I are still married. We just had Next sex. Mm. Got it. Moving on. Oh, ethnically ambiguous ladies are your thing. Tiff, it's not just about you being white. <laughs> You're also my brother's best friend. Marshall, this is called chemistry. 
You know what they say, once you go white, you, you get arrested. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is bros. That is bros. It's, uh, wow. Doesn't that look so like so much fun? Like, you really want to watch it's this? Not, and you know what? Honestly, what I had was not that, quote, controversial. Like, right. this is some stuff that's going to touch on some things that, you know, this right. is new now. This is today. This is right. things that everybody is dealing with. So, one of the dudes, he's married, right? Yes. He's married, but he's... Dating his... They're divorcing, and he, they're still dating. Oh, my word. I mean, that's forced so, be with Right, him. right. That's the new... The new thing you date your divorced ex, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's gonna that's some cause for conversation, right? Like, seriously, that's the kind of show that you watch and you sit down with your girls and like, let's talk about it. Oh, right. I think it's gonna be a really big hit, especially. And, mm-hmm. and I guess I can see why they would put it on HBO because oh, it's, totally. it's really controversial. And they this, can go there. Yes, they can go there without trying to, you know, pussyfoot around it. Right. Excuse my expression. Well, we gonna put it out there, Denise, that you're on it. That's it. Denise is going to be on it. Claim it, girl. Right, right, right. right. Positive energy. (laughs) All right. And next up in the news in the world of casting, guess who got her own show? Who? Portia. What? Portia Williams from Real Housewives of Atlanta. What type of show? Okay, so now we we all know that she got demoted from Real Housewives of Atlanta, so she won't be on that anymore. But she did say on her show Dish Nation, which she's a co-host on, that Mm -hmm. she's going to have basically a spinoff show. So I'm like, what is Portia going to be talking about on her spinoff show? She didn't. She couldn't say spinoff reality show. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Okay. So what do you think she's going to be talking about? Like Uh, her new life, life after After marriage and courting and all that fun stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I gotta give it to a girl. I have never seen a weave so flawless. Oh my goodness! When yes. I tell you that chick's hair is always flawless, like she inc- she makes me want to get a weave. <laughs> like I'm just like, okay, if my hair could look like, oh my god! And right. I think she's like, she either endorses a certain brand of right, hair she does, yeah. or something like. Like her, sh- it's fly. Right, I give it to every. I give her props. If you gonna wear a weave, go ahead on and get yourself a Porsche weave. There you go. I love it. I, I love can't it. Hate, look, no hate rate. That chick is fly. Right. What, what do you think she's gonna be talking about, Kiki, on her new show? I think she's gonna be talking about her fabulous life, Dish Nation, and just. Yeah, how she needs those girls. She doesn't need those girls. She has her own thing going. I don't know. I'm bored already. Are you? I am. I don't know. I don't know. Because think about it. When she was on Real Housewives of Atlanta, was it? I don't know. Like she, I think the only thing that I was drawn to about her that she was kind of slow and she didn't know certain things. <laughs> like the Underground Railroad well, wasn't really a, a train. We're gonna, but, but you see, wouldn't <laughs> you watch shame. that just for your like? Oh my gosh! See, it, depends. it depends. It depends. Right? It depends if she continues because, to do that. Honestly and truly, I mean, she's blonde. <laughs> right. She really is blonde. So yeah. she could like throw some zingers out there that are totally unexpected and make it interesting. Right. right. So I don't know. Yeah. She's got potential because I've heard her audition nation and she's pretty quick. She is. She's she is. I, I will tell you. I'll give you that. She is. So, so I don't know. I, I, I'm not gonna count Porsche out yet. I don't okay. know because Chick is making strides that I did not expect. Right. No, no, that is for sure. Because I know. <laughs> I was like, hold on. She had her own show and she on this show. Like this girl's coming up. Honey, right. Chick is on the come up. She dating African princes. <laughs> My God. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Somebody yeah. else was dating an African prince, and we did we ever it see? It was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we next. don't know. Everybody, I want an African prince. Next. All right, let's talk about what's up next in music. Up next okay. in music, it is confirmed Beyonce is releasing new music. We make our own wind machine, ladies. Come on. (laughs) Well, she's dropping a platinum edition box set. It's going to have six songs. Two of them we haven't heard before. One's called 7-Eleven, which I was like, I want to hear that, 7-Eleven. Slurpee. Slurpee, slurpee, slurpee. (laughs) Second one's called 
one's called Ring Off, and the other four are remixes. So. Wow. Okay. I mean, that, any of those, those remixes were like the one she did with Nicki Minaj for Flawless. Right. Yes. Yes. So. yes. That was hot. Yes. yes. My question is, when does she sleep? She doesn't. When she's, she's on the plane sleep. on her private jet. She's <laughs> Beyonce. I mean, I mean, seriously, between being mommy of the year and making other mothers like feel inferior and <laughs> coming out with boxes, she's, like, so she's laughing at everybody else. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I see you. I see you, Beyonce. Right, but right, right, so right. Sad. So sad. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know when this woman sleeps. I mean, she's touring. She's. I don't know, going to exclusive museums. She's, you know, right, right. photographing stuff in 10-inch heels. Like, did right. you see but that? You know, I did. You right. see that? I did. But you know what I think it is? I think we just always see pictures. Like, I don't think she does that much, honestly. I think she might be, like, recording at her home. Her daughter's there. It's but possible. we see when she goes out to dinner for the night. She's like, right. all I did was go to dinner, and everybody's right. snapping pictures. So we're like, oh, she's here. You have a point. You have a point. Maybe that's what it is. Because, again, on social media, that's what I say all the time. You can right. create the facade. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why... I when people believe every single thing that they see, it's like you can create the life you want. Exactly. You could be like balling in a pile of ice cream <laughs> and you just took a selfie. Right. And, and then you're just like having the best time ever. A throwback Thursday. You, know you just post saying? like 15 pictures and you at home in your jammies. Like, you know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, Don't re- believe the hype. The reason they announced it in the first place, which Megan picked me up with this morning, um, a story came out on BT News was that um, her general manager for Parkwood Entertainment She's the one who announced it because people are making up all these rumors, saying that there, she was going to do tracks like Donk and... <laughs> donk? <laughs> she got a Donk. That's a weird and, Yeah, right. And Getting Goodbye, and they're like, that's... Abs- I don't know where people are getting that from. They're like, like, the, too th- crazy. Those were the titles that's, of that, her That's yes. the ones they were saying. They're like, that's not true. I'm I know so where y'all done. getting those from. So let me tell you what we donk. are doing before right. we get out of control. So. <laughs> She will have the the platinum box set edition was, on November twenty fourth. Okay, November twenty fourth, and I was cracking up when I saw that because I was like, "Wait a minute!" They said uh, the, the management company said people were coming up with like letterhead, like Columbia Flex. Records letterhead, and was like, "These are the songs that are going to be on Beyonce's new album." Photoshop can do a whole lot in two thousand fourteen. So it surely can. That's a yes. sign. Why of the didn't time. I think of that first? Oh, I know. So I thought featuring like, Kiki Air. Mm-hmm. So like, who's Kiki? I would have had like ten million right. followers. Isn't that crazy? Right. Damn, we need to think of something like right. that. Right. That's an awesome way to get followers. Right. So we'll move on to the next big thing. Every week we talk about something that's big or different in the world that we didn't know about. Um, There's something called the no phone, ladies and ladies. The no phone. It's not the iPhone. It's the no phone. Educate me. So we'll show you a picture here. But the no phone is basically, it it doesn't do anything. It uh, doesn't email, it doesn't text, doesn't call. It's just a piece of plastic that is the size of your actual cell phone. And the reason why this was even created was that it was to bring awareness to our society's need to have the phone in our hand all the time. Because think about it, how, how often, like, how far are you away from your phone, really? Like, you know, most of the time during the day, it's somewhere in your vicinity, right. somewhere within your reach, right? Like your phone, you feel like you're naked without your phone if you leave the house. Why Girl, are you y'all, we are in the final days. <laughs> And so this phone was created. Can so I you can like, Yes, you can. We're we're online. So yeah. What kind of shit? <laughs> when I saw this, I was like, "Are you serious?" So there's a Kickstarter page that has already gotten seventeen thousand dollars raised, I'm out, y'all. This is too much. <laughs> For this piece of plastic. And if you donate $18, you can get the no phone selfie upgrade, which is they put a piece of mirror on one side of it. And I was like, are you serious? People are really paying for this. But then it brings up a bigger question. Like, are we really in a society where we are stuck on our phones? But what is the freaking point? It's like a 
placebo. Get it. It's like you a placebo. You just hold it in your hand 24-7 yes. to encourage yourself to not take on the, <laughs> like, put the real one in your hand? Right. Fe- no. That's like a pet rock. No. <laughs> That's so, not okay. No. No. I, know, I, was like, I can't believe people have really donated $17,000 to this cause already. There's people who are trying to pay their college tuition and need money for right. Kickstarters, and you can't give them no money. They have like, oh, just raised $50. We give $17,000 to no phone. That is what's wrong with the U.S. I just can't. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's a sign of the time. Times, dude, like okay. something like this would actually have traction. I don't know. But that was like in the seventies when there was a pet rock and people were paying for rocks to be their little pets or whatever. Like I remember seeing that in the news somewhere, and I was like, yeah. oh, people pay. And yeah. I asked my dad, and he was like, yes, people would pay for rocks. And I'm like, can't you just go pick one up? No, like, this is like when you go to an art museum and you see like a white canvas and someone puts like a black stripe in it, and they're like ten million dollars <laughs> art. <laughs> And then they're rich, and you're like, what? This is fabulous. <laughs> this is fabulous. It is right. new. It is now. It's just art. <laughs> right, yeah. right. No. Right. <laughs> so we don't like the no phone no, here. No. We're not going no to. Way. No way. No way. I'm going to call it the boom phone. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right, let's get into you, Denise. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about oh all the things God. going on in your world. Well, you know what? I didn't invent the no phone. That's for sure. But we do have a picture of you back right, from back right, in the right. day. Hey! Oh, hey! Girl, we like we go together. Hey, y'all are good. Y'all are really good. Wow. Look at your baby pictures. Hey, you're so cute. Mess. Hold on, this picture on the right. That's all your hair all the way down. That's to your not elbow. her, girl. Oh. That wow. is not her. Mama used to wash that little kitchen sink in the back. That's what mama used to wash it right there. Girl, you got that long Creole right. hair. <laughs> you're one to talk. You're one to right. talk. Yeah, my mom didn't let me permit for oh gosh, I think I was 16 when I got my first perm. Really? And wow. then I've since like five. It's I'm five years no perm. Wow. Yeah, so I, I reverted back or whatever. But yeah, that, that was my expression for the first four years of my life. Went to the left? <laughs> really? Yeah. So you know, this is what I say for parents who have serious kids. There's hope. Because <laughs> now you can't, like, stop me from grinning. So, yeah, right. but that was that was pretty much expressionless. That was Denise for the first five years. That's so cute. Deadpan. That was it. So I know you're from Louisiana. Describe yes. describe the area that she grew up in because I know it's a little different. It's a little different. Yeah. Just a little different. Um, we're still considered a village. Uh huh. And so, you, so uh, when you said that earlier, you weren't joking. No, I thought you were just real. being funny. No, that sounds cool. Though. A I'm, village. From, I'm from the village, the village of Maurice, which is wow. actually growing so much now that we're getting considered to be a town. <gasps> Wait a minute, so village is before a town? A village is before a town. Ah, So we almost have enough people to be qualified to be considered a town. (laughs) And in fact, we didn't have a middle school, but uh, like all the surrounding areas went to the same high school. So you had 7th through 12th grade in the same high school. Oh, wow. Like there was no middle school, but now they're considering getting us a middle school. (laughs) (laughs) So we on growth point, girl. So it's on. So that's why I've always dreamt of one day having a sign. It says, welcome to Maurice, home of Denise. Ah! I'm just going to envision that. that oh, yes. One day. It's going to happen. On our little sign, it says, Welcome to the village of Maurice. And then I'm going to add that. That's what yes. we should be donating money to. Not right, to right, right. <laughs> Thank you for worthwhile causes, people. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Do you have any siblings? I have one older brother. He's one eight older years brother? older than me. Eight yes. Years. Yes. And Tyler. I consider Tyler a big, pro- big brother, too. Yeah. My so, brother from another mother. So how was that? How, I can't imagine eight years. How, how was that growing up with him? Right. Like, he's like, you know, I feel like a, an only only child a right, lot of okay, times of because he and I's like our personalities are like really different like I was the nagger uh-huh. like he was a little more serious and stuff like that and I'm like like that was just my personality because I knew I could get to him right you know what I'm saying so it was fun I was bored I was in the country I didn't have crap to do 
You know what I'm saying? I was riding my huffy. <laughs> and I had chores at my grandparents' house. They, you know, we grew up on a farm or whatever. Wow. So, you know, every day I had chores and stuff. But I was bored. Right. So I was a pain in the ass. It was and awesome. So, wait, okay, did you have an accent when you were growing up? Big time. What? How did you get... Like, you don't hear it? I don't hear it at all. Okay, let my mama call me right now. <laughs> Look, now it's going to go reverse. Let my mama call me. And I'm going to go ahead and get my southern accent on. Yeah. In fact, I had to do it for a role last week. I did um, my southern accent. Oh, I can get back to it. Oh, yeah. She's like, I don't and know. It's in me. certain words, certain words or whatever. Right. I don't know how to pronounce them any other way. Right. right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so it's, it's very much so there. Okay. Yeah. And I go home like five, six times a year. Do you? Oh, that's good. Like, I can't, I can't, like, Christmas is always home. Right. And, and that's what I always say. People just, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going home next week. They're just like, yeah, you're up the street. And I was like, no, when I say I'm going home, I'm going to Louisiana. Right. They're like, well, wait, this isn't home? I was like, well, I live in California. Yeah. I love California. I was like, but Louisiana is my home. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always my home. But I didn't appreciate it until I left. Exactly. Oh, yeah, girl. I was like, I'm getting out of this town. <laughs> I'm too big for this town. I'm da, 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 da. I mean, it wasn't acting that was on my radar. I just wanted to go and explore and see what else was out there, right? right, right. And so I was like, yes, I'm going to explore the world. And da, 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 da. Yeah, and then now my heart is always, you know what I'm saying? It takes you to leave it to really appreciate it. Exactly. So it took me leaving home to really appreciate how I grew up with, you know, with, you know, Really, there was no technology. We grew, like, our own vegetables, even, like, the meat and stuff or whatever. We're, you know, farm animals, we slayed. You know, it took me a while to get over that. <laughs> you know, my pet, all of a sudden, with dinner, it's like, oh, shoot. That is hilarious. <laughs> yes. yes, you are super country. It was right. yeah. to slay your own pet. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I hated it at the time. Like, right. oh, we got to go make some mock shoot. Oh, crap. You know, I'm digging hair out of corn and shit. And, you know, it's just like, now I'm just like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? What yeah. a unique way. Right. Uh, it gives you a very interesting perspective on life and hard work right. and what it takes. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's, it was a much simpler time, simple way of life that I now so much appreciate. Because mm-hmm. it's becoming obsolete. I mean, you don't really hear right. people doing that anymore. You know? Do you grow yeah. your own vegetables at your own house? Okay, girl, I can't keep a darn uh, <laughs> herb garden alive. I swear <laughs> to God. A few, a few weeks ago, no, like a month ago, I've been like replenishing these darn herbs on my windowsill <laughs> and they die. Like, I'm like, I watered you. I gave you sunlight. Oh, you burnt. Maybe too much sunlight. So I couldn't keep these darn things alive. So then I took them to the side, you know, of the house or whatever, and I found a, like, you know, kind of low-profile area where they'd be shaded, and they get water on the right, and so now that's kind of thriving, but no, my <laughs> green thumb is, like, brown. I, I, nothing. That's okay. That's okay. That's right. why you live in California. You don't that's know what I'm saying. saying. <laughs> so, yeah, so you ain't gonna see me growing nothing. You ain't gonna see me at the grocery store. Well, let's, let's talk about high school, because you were doing it in high Man. school. Okay, valedictorian of your high school class. Wait, wait, you really did your research. Where I stopped you. Oh my god! And homecoming queen. So that's brains and beauty, girl. Thank you. Tell me about that experience because you just seemed like you just did it in high school. Like you were the. The the funny part was that I didn't do much. (laughs) I really didn't. Like I couldn't go to any parties. My parents parents were really strict, dude. And so you know, yeah. Yeah. So when people were having parties at their house and stuff like that, I couldn't go. A lot of times, the school dances. My curfew, of course, was earlier than everybody else's. So. I mean, but I guess the time that I did spend with the folks I went to school with, you know, was like good quality time or something. Because they, I mean, they just gravitate. And again, I love people. 
I do. And what was so interesting is that, you know, I was like the first black homecoming. No, no, no. Second. Second black homecoming queen. And it was predominantly white. Like, I, w- I graduated out of a class of 88, and six of us, I think, were African-American. Wow. Yeah. And so it was just like... Again, I never really thought of racial, like, it, it really didn't occur to me or whatever, like, oh, I'm, like, a minority. You know what I'm saying? Because right. no one treated you as such. They really didn't. Now, okay. what's going on back home or whatever, they have had, you know, things have, that have happened since I've left or whatever. But for the most part, even when I went to LSU, same thing. You know, Southern University was right up the street or whatever. But I always felt at home. You know what I'm saying? In any place that I was in. You know what I'm saying? So my high school years were really amazing and awesome years. I had wonderful experiences. I tried to play every sport known to man and I was basically the water girl. Um, (laughs) Athletics is not my thing. I'll trip on my own two feet. What what did you try to play? Oh girl, I did it all. I ran track. I bust my ass on a hurdle. <laughs> um, I tried to do basketball. I got so excited that they actually threw me the ball that I was not, not even looking to try to shoot in the right goal, and I just shot, and I made it for the other team. Right. Wow. My sister did that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, I even tried baseball, but the hours were crazy, and it was too hot, and I was right. like, oh, I'm sweating on my hair. I'm sweating on my, my perm. I got to go. Um, just everything, everything and anything that was at the school, and there wasn't, like, a huge athletic, you know, program, so it was only the basics, right. you know? But, yeah, I, I tried. But it was just for the camaraderie. I just wanted to get out of the house. Right. So I figured, hey, if I do, like, something sports-oriented, my mom right. might actually let me play. <laughs> I, I was a cheerleader. I was yeah. even a cheerleader. Oh, me too. Girl. Yes. But I was really tall, so I could, like, and I was strong, girl. <laughs> so I was lifting chicks and stuff, and I wouldn't drop them. But the thing was, you, here's where it threw me. The choreography. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like, two left feet. Okay, here's the thing. Your girl's got rhythm, but don't try to teach me dance steps. <laughs> right. When I pledged, that was the death of me. Right. Stepping and right. girl. Uh, I'm glad you talked about that. I am not a triple threat. You went to LSU. I am not a triple threat. Yes, I went to LSU. You're and, AKA. Did you pledge there? I did. Nice. Ain't a cap of it. Tell us about that experience. I know it's different at every school. Did you have to like disappear for like a few months? Like, how was it? Tell oh, us about it that. It was something. <laughs> it was something. And and well, here's the thing. We were like right. down down the street from Southern University. Right. Right. That's a different pledging process. Oh, baby, they don't play. All you gotta do is look at Drumline and see what they did to the drum makers, okay? Right. I mean, seriously. So, what LSU's crew didn't do, Beta Cap, Beta, beta was it Beta Psi? Beta Psi? Down the street did. Okay. Yeah, so it was, it was interesting. I feel you. I'm a Delta and I crossed the University of Kentucky and Kentucky State which is HBCU down the street, so I don't So may the force be with us. Right. Yeah. Right. So it was it was it was quite an interesting experience. Um I will not say that I regret one bit of it, right. but it was uh it's something to tell my daughter. Right. right. And right. if she ever comes home and says, Mom, I was like, Oh God, oh, bless, bless you, my child. Right. <laughs> right. What made what made you pledge? What made you want to be an authority? why not kind of you know I got there and a lot of the girls or whatever in the dormitory were doing it I was like oh this looks fun I was like oh this is nice you know and again I'm a people person yeah and so I think because they were just like oh we could use a social butterfly on our side or whatever I kind of got you know approached like hey you know come to the process and da 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 because I didn't know I wasn't like my um, cousin had pledged okay and so she there was only very few tidbits that she gave me about the real you know part of the process or whatever because I wasn't one of them 
But, honey, I mean, it was just like, woo. <laughs> it blew my mind. But once I was in, it was so fun. Yeah. Yeah, like I even was a, a, a regional chair or whatever for a while, and it was okay. really nice. Like, Star Jones is, like, a big, you know, advocate or whatever. And uh, I heard her one day, like, give a speech, and it was, like, amazing. Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, again, it was, a, you know, a bunch of strong black women, and it was just, like, again, a way for me to just have a platform and just kind of, you know, Give some self-awareness and encouragement and this kind of... And my thing is, a lot of the stuff I do is home in Louisiana. Right. You know, working with, you know, the kids or whatever, telling them just because you come from a small town doesn't mean that you can't have big dreams, right. you know. And I'm actually working with... Um, I don't know if you know the guy that did the Cupid Shuffle or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But back home, well, he and I were at the Gap together for years when I was oh, at LSU. Oh, nice. Yeah, when I would come home during the summers, honey, we were like... Folding our khakis and dreaming. <laughs> we're gonna do big things. We're gonna do big things. And so he and I are actually hooking up together, and we're gonna do a um, like a concert or whatever for the kids, and just kind of an, like an empowerment type okay. thing at the close and beginning of summer. Oh my goodness, yeah. that is amazing! Yeah, so, yeah. so we're getting our, our roster together or whatever of some local talent and you know other folks that we know to come and just kind of address them and kind of give them words of encouragement and stuff because you know again the the rate of graduation and all graduates and stuff is. It's kind of dwindling. Like right. it's getting kind of, yeah, it's getting kind of funky out there. So yeah. just to give them hope and you know show them, hey, look, we're living proof, right, of what you can do. Denise yeah. and Cupid made it out. You <laughs> can do it. What was your major, by the way? Communications. Okay. I was working WBRZ Channel 2. <laughs> what did you want? Did you want to be a reporter? I did until they offered me $2 to come work for them. Oh, I was like, I can't yeah. live off this. Yeah. I will be eating beanie weenie and water. Like, seriously? Right. Like, I was like, because I was at the news desk, um, like, for two years. Like, I always in. That's what I always tell kids. Always intern. Oh, yeah. Right. Whatever yes. you're going to stu- for, yes. school for, intern or whatever, because that's what's going to get you your job. Right. And that's what happened. Like, um, a couple summers, I interned at two different agencies in Dallas, and then I worked at uh, Channel 2 or whatever between my gap job. Right. <laughs> I was hustling, okay? Right. right. And um, they offered me a, a reporter position. Okay. And so I was, like, you know, manning the news desk and stuff like that, and one day I had to, you know, if there was some nobody to cover the story, they would send me out. Right. And so it was that and a combination of one of the stories I did that just, like, totally threw me. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, real hardcore journalism. Right. I don't know if I'm made out for this. Right. So in questioning that and the fact that the advertising agency gave me a little more, you know, grease in my palm, I was right. like, I'm going into advertising. So that right. was that was kind of what, yes, how fickle is that, right? <laughs> so at what point did you decide you wanted to do acting? I know you went from the news thing to advertising, print. When did you decide I want to be an actress? It, it found me. Yeah. That's I mean, that's all I can say. I mean, there was no indication other than, you know, like childhood plays or whatever yeah. when Miss Goodman begged me to be Big Bird and I was like I want to be a Martian or a butterfly <laughs> <laughs> and you know and if you look way back you know what I'm saying but it was things that I was like pushed into I never you know thought of doing something like this right, right. other than the speech and debate team I guess that's the only acting experience you could say that <laughs> right. I had but what happened is the clients like it just so like I worked one of my accounts at one time was I am's dog food Mm-hmm. Okay, so the client is not quite pleased with who we had cast or whatever, and they were like, oh, Denise, you know, you kind of fit the profile of the person that we were really looking for, and I'm like, oh, yeah, but I don't do that. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. ah, I don't do pictures. Okay. And the client, my, my boss is basically like, okay, Miss Assistant Account Executive, uh, whatever the client wants, that's what you do. Right. And I'm right. like, oh. 
Crap. So needless to say, like the whole entire day, I've got a dog licking in my face. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what the client wanted, right? right? So that was a print ad I did. The um, the, the actual, the first one I did was for um, Pampers. And I wasn't a kid's lover. I didn't know babies. And it was the same situation. And I have this print ad on my desk in my office to remind me of that. And wow. literally all day long, I was taking pictures. I could barely fit into the pants or whatever that we had gotten for the actual model who was supposed mm-hmm. to play with the baby all darn day. Right. right? And so I actually ended up stepping in her position and, and doing her whatever. And I was like, no, oh, it's okay. So one thing led to another. The last place I worked at was Fossil. It makes purses and watches and all that stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, a few of us, to save uh, cost or whatever, they were launching their clothing line, right? We volunteered to model the clothing. Okay. Some banners went up in a few local stores and stuff. A local agent saw it. So they gave three of us at Fossil a call. And we were, like, laughing at lunch. Like, oh, they think we're models. Oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> all three of us laughing. We all took the meeting. <laughs> right. <laughs> of we're course. We're laughing, but we're, like, scheming, right? <laughs> <laughs> And lo and behold, I started working. Mm-hmm. I started working. And my first, like, quote, I guess, acting gig was I was the Texas Lottery Girl. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am, Vanna Black Girl, big hair, doing when the lottery numbers rolled out. Here I was with the sparkly dress or whatever, doing the uh, lottery numbers. And just, like, one thing led to another. That's how I met my manager. I came out to, like, give it a go. I put myself a timeline, like, hey, if this is meant to be, it's meant to be, and I will hustle. I will do whatever it takes or whatever in that time. And if it manifests into something, wonderful. And if not, I have an education. I have a resume. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make it work. So, right. Lo and behold, two years later, that's when I got Browns. So beautiful. Yeah. And did you, so did you move, when did you, because you were in Dallas at the time, I was in Dallas at the time, So then when did you make the move to L.A., or how did you decide, I'm going to go to L.A.? I was just like, what do I, what have I got to lose? Like, that Mm -hmm. was kind of my mentality. Like, and if I would have known better, you're like, you know, people can to this when they're kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? So ignorance was bliss. Oh, yeah. Oh, you could have told me nothing. <laughs> I didn't have a darn, uh, red, uh, anything to my name. You know, a credit to my name. I didn't have any training. I didn't have anything. But it was just like, why not? Right. Like, and that's what I think kind of helped me was not knowing what odds were stacked against me or whatever. Right. I was just like, why not? And again, I woke up every day as if I was still going to my nine to five. Right. I got up in the morning or whatever, and I had an agenda every single day. That's and good. I was working as if I was going to, you know, an actual location, you know, as, just like I got up in the morning to go to that advertising agency. I got up in the morning to go. That message. Yeah, all you right? starving actors and actresses yeah. out there. Get message. up in the morning. It's not a pastime, baby. It's not a no. Put your Mary Mary on and get up. <laughs> so let's talk about your career, your acting career. Yay! So you starred as Sasha on Tyler Perry's hit TV show, Meet the Browns. And you did that for, what, three years? It was Two like years? five and a half, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, 140 episodes. Yeah, because we were off and on. Off wow. and on, yeah. On hiatus because you know Tyler's got like twenty thousand projects going right. at the same time. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so we would go and then he would do his other shows. He would do his other movie, and then we come back do another movie, and then we come back to the show. And yeah, so he was like, and but we were shooting. At, there was one point we were shooting four episodes a week. Wow. Like yeah, yeah. Like by the time we got there, we rehearsed, we did this, that, and the other. It was in the can that evening. Man. And some there in the beginning, we even had an audience. We even right. had a live audience that would come in or whatever in the evenings. Like, it was crazy, dude. It was crazy. But, again, it was such a high. You know what I'm saying? And being there, and we were, like, his second show. Uh-huh. So this was, like, the studio, you know, opening, and we were the first or whatever there. And it was just, like, it was it, it was just an amazing time. Oh, that the was energy, awesome. The right. energy there Working was just Tyler. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then you were also in um, Why Did I Get Married as, Woo-hoo! what's your name, Trina? Trina. Oh, Skanky Trina. 
Trina the Trick. I do remember that. Trina I was like, trick. right? <laughs> Tricky Trina. <laughs> But you remember her. You right? should, I sure did. Because when I was when I saw your face when I first was researching, like, oh, didn't it? I was like, wait a minute. That's skanky old Trina. Yeah. <laughs> but guess what? That's the point of acting. There you go. There you go. What is it like? That's what I say. I did a right. good job. You did. I definitely, yo, there's some emotion that comes with that, that name. That's for sure. <laughs> right. yep. So yep. what is it like working with Tyler day in and day out on these big projects? Oh, my God. He's so nice. Again, I call him, like, my second brother. Like, he's just really become like a mentor to me like you know taught me to don't wait on somebody to give you a job you know create your own opportunities that's his whole thing and he's from new orleans too he's a small town boy you know that was just really didn't i mean this dude is constantly on his grind Mm -hmm. and the way the thing about him is that he looks at things in a way that most people don't you know what i'm saying so just to get into the mind of a person, a mogul of this, you know, magnitude or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just like his mindset is so completely different. Like all this small stuff, all this day-to-day stuff where his mind is just in a totally different place. So he just kind of taught me how to look at things or whatever from, you know, a business perspective and not to just, you know, not to get discouraged. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because he had a a whole lot of hard knocks too. I mean, the biggest successes will come with some of the biggest failures also. You know, so... More than half the battle is staying encouraged, staying positive, staying focused, and not letting, not sweating the small stuff. Period. Man. You know, so it was it was an amazing experience, and I just you know it it was it was my foundation and my training ground. Because mm-hmm. working like that, you cannot. I mean, you got three takes, and this on that's right. it. Moving on. That's it. And so that you was like, hit it and quit it. And that was at the very beginning of your exactly. career, right? Exactly. I mean, wow. I was here like two years. Now, uh, Why Did I Get Married was like a year and a half or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, almost a year after that is when we started Browns. But wow. yeah, it was just. And again, I mean, doing Why Did I Get Married? I mean, I'm on the set with Janet Jackson. Right. Seriously? You know, Man. here I am, little country girl from Maurice, and I'm on the set with, <laughs> I mean, seriously, a living legend. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it blew my mind. And that's why when I accidentally threw the muffin and it hit her, I thought I was going to get fired. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, the first take that you see or whatever, where I'm eating the muffin or uh-huh. whatever, and I throw it, that was supposed to hit Tasha. It hit Janet. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Damn. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Well, you have really done some amazing work as an actress. You were Thank recently you. in Up TV's Where's the Love? Oh, man, I love those guys. Swirl and Films. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And the cool. movie's The Choir Director Woo! with... Kalita Smith, Darren Henson, Christian Keys. I love her personality. She, oh, oh yes. my God. Kalita is just like, she's something, dude. She is feisty. She is real. She is blunt. She is, she don't play. Right. She does not play. And again, staying power. You know what I'm saying? That chick has been in this yes. town for years, and now she's on another series, honey. Don't right, play with Kalita. Right. Don't play with Kalita. <laughs> trying to get on that love all. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So then, of course, Darren Henson's in it, Christian Keys, Drew Sedora. Yes. You've also been um, on the, the Bounce Back with Shamar Moore and Woo-hoo! Bill Bellamy. You, you've worked with some really different um, actors and actresses. What yes. kind of films do you want to do next? Or what kind of TV shows? What's your next goal? Oh, my God. You know what? I, I, I came out here thinking I was Miss Procedural. You know, I was going to be on something serious, you know, one-hour drama. And I don't know, this comedy thing kind of, like, scooped me up and, like, got in my heart. I love comedy. I feel like that is just you, like, just talking to you. you I I didn't think so. I just thought I was going, I'm just going to solve crimes. (laughs) You know, I don't know. I thought I wanted to tow the gat. I don't know. Or what? I don't know what the hell they carry. But, you know, I just thought I was drama chick, you know? And then, lo and behold, or whatever, here comes this comedy, and I just love it. I love the timing. I love the pacing. I love the, you know, and it's just... 
don't know. It's it's like such a family atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you just you really and truly do become a family. I mean, Dave and Tam, I still stay in contact with till this day. Lamon, uh. Mon, Mon, hey, <laughs> you know. So it's just it's just awesome. Whatever opportunity presents itself or whatever is the right opportunity at that time. But I mean, there's aspects that I love of both of them. You know what I'm saying? So whatever a hey, presents itself or whatever, so be it. But I don't know. I just love and I love film too. I mean, mm-hmm. film is just such an amazing just. You get time to work and play and just kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's not a rushed type thing, you know? And so even working with Shamar, you know, I'd met him years ago. Right. So to finally be able to work with him. And then I I played his ex-wife in this thing, right? And this is what I like to say. He's going to stop me from saying it in a minute. (laughs) Girl, would you stop telling people I dump him in the movie? (laughs) (laughs) So my claim to fame is going to be that I'm the chick that dumps Shamar more. And I'm like, hey. Yes. I guess I didn't like six packs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't Uh. know. Who was that? Six pack. Oh my god! And Michael Beach, it plays my current husband. So I mean, come on, you know what I mean? Just surrounded. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm just like literally, I pinch myself on set. And a lot of times, that's why I don't leave and go to my trailer. I watch these people. That's how you learn. You know what I'm saying? You learn by observing and seeing people that have done it before you or whatever, and just seeing what's going on. Even the um, the director, he did Philly Brown or whatever, which got so much critical acclaim. Yusuf Delara, he is. Amazing to see him at work and to see what he was looking at on the other side or whatever through the camera lens. Right, it's fascinating. It's a totally different world. Yeah, it's a totally different world. But that's what I do a lot of times when I'm on set. I'm studying. Mm-hmm. There's that's, always an opportunity. Which is why you're so amazing. It shows right. in your Aww, work. Thank yes. you. Because you love. I love what I do. Yeah. See, that's the thing. When you love what you do, or whatever, it's not work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just want to be better and better and better. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that. So speaking of being better and better. Woo-hoo! You're also a mommy now, which I'm sure has made you a better person Girl, everything in life. I look, I don't have to imagine a lot of things, I tell you that. <laughs> right there, tangible, right in front of my face. Yes. So now you're a mommy of three-year-old Jordan Simone. Yes, I yes. am. And you reviewed your pregnancy on the Monique show on BET when that was on. <laughs> why did, so why did you choose that moment? I, you know, I was like, why not? You know what I'm saying? I had been invited on, and I was just like, okay, there's no way to camouflage it at this point, because we hit it with, like, um, coats. Okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? On the on the show, because I was very pregnant or whatever. The last season of Browns, I was, like, seven months pregnant in some of those oh, scenes. Really? Yeah, and so we were able to hide it the whole time, and I was about to leave Atlanta, and, you know, here comes this wonderful opportunity, and I was just like, okay, no time like the present. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a very, very private person. So for me, that was like a really intimate thing that I did. But I love Monique. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? She's so personal. I mean, she she will make everybody feel like that's your sister friend. Right. Like right. for real. And so I was just like, you know what? If I'm going to do this or whatever, what a, an amazing, you know, opportunity in order to reveal this. Right. right? So I just like rolled out the car and I went on and, you know, gave everybody my announcement and kind of took like a year, year and a half off. Wow. You know, just so I could, you know, figure out this new because it is it is life altering right, right. seriously and i think every female responds to it in a totally different manner but for me it took it took a while just to get in the swing of being mommy just to get in the 
the swing of things. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've been married forever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I got that down. I, I think I'm pretty in tune with who I am and what makes me tick. But it's like, I don't know if it's a hormonal thing or what it is, but it changes everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, the first six months, I was like, okay, that child going to the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drop her off with a note on her toe and I'm out. And she cried all the time. And of course, the doctor said, well, it's colic, Miss Boutte. And I'm like, you just telling me that to tell me something. <laughs> right. There is no thing called colic, okay? That's what you tell a parent who's like, I don't know how to make this child shoot up. Right, right. But seriously, she five, six, seven times a night, she was up, dude. Wow. The first six freaking months. And I love sleep, okay? <laughs> I'm the chick. I'm not waking up. When I'm out, I'm out. Right, okay? right, right. And it was not a cry. It was a raging, like, I mean, oh, it was, wow. oh, it was off the chain. And so we did something which some people don't believe in or whatever, because it's called the cry it out method. And you basically let that shit cry. <laughs> you come in every few, you know, like it's in intervals or whatever, and you pat them on the back, hang right, on right, here, right. deuces, but I'm not picking you up. Right, right, right. And by night seven, like the she sixth night okay. was the worst. <laughs> but by night seven, the sun came up again. <laughs> I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. It worked. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to the gas station. Well, no, not the gas station. I'm not going to the fire station. Not yet. <laughs> not going to take her there. Not no, yet. We're going to take her in yet. Well, we're glad you did because three years later, you got it down. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Thank yes. you, Jesus. Now, I'm serious. That's the light. I mean, when I go home, mommy, and I Aww. hear that little voice, I mean, there's nothing that melts my heart more. Like, they say there is no greater love. It took uh-huh. me a while to figure that out. I was like, you know what? They're right. Not, they like, actually are. Well, there might be something that's just as good, and that might be these pralines <laughs> that you brought us. <laughs> so, Denise, you are like a cooking sensation. You have your own show, your web show called Denise's Dish, Woo-hoo! which we're going to show a, a quick clip oh, of what you do. Right. Okay, because it's I'm amazing. Down in the kitchen, yes. Baby. It's not quite as strong as blue cheese, but still got a little kick to it. Take out our spicy pecans. Ooh. Anytime you have a salad, you can have these toppers ready to go and just sprinkle them on as needed. Oh my gosh, I wish you could smell this aroma. This is amazing. Let's let these cool. In the meantime, we're going to take some of our black pepper. Here we go with our spicy pecans. Doesn't that look amazing? I usually just take my hands. Oh, I want that salad. <laughs> Look at that face. It's a reaction shot. It is. Oh my gosh, Denise. That's the OG face. Right. I love, like, you are amazing. These pralines that you brought us. Matter of fact, we're about to eat one right now. Because... <laughs> They're amazing. They're amazing. I travel with Tupperwares of pralines. Anybody who invites me, I'm telling you, that's my rap gift. I'm just letting y'all know if you work with me, that's you getting right there. Right, bros on HBO? You want these pralines? <laughs> but hire the girl. That's an incentive, right? Right. So what made you, so you're you're now you cook and this show is produced, co-produced, executive produced by Brayley Evans, who is your friend. <laughs> yes. What yes. made you go? I need to have a cooking show. It was like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Again, like one of the things that Tyler taught me is don't wait on people to give you an opportunity. And right. one of my passions, anybody who knows me, is cooking. I love to cook. I cook like three or four times a week. Right. You know what I'm saying? And what happened is I had been, quote, working on a cookbook for I can't tell you how many years. So ever since I lived in Dallas. And what happened, what happened was to save money. You know what I'm saying? So I start calling my mom like, Mama, where's my mama's recipe for da 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 And she would tell me. And where's, you know, mama, how did you make da 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 So in that, I started writing stuff down, and I started putting things together, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this for my family and have, like, a central location where, you know, when I'm in a lot of my, my mama's recipes, this is the cool part, my grandma. 
Yeah, okay, we call him Mama. Mama and Papa. Mama and Papa. What happened is she wrote phonetically. So we kind of, we have to kind of like decipher, you know, what it is that she meant a lot of times. You know, when she had passed away, we found this like box of all of her recipes. Yeah. And so what happened is, you know, over the years or whatever, I've been putting these together and stuff. And I was like, I'm going to write a cookbook. I was like, I'm going to write a cookbook. I was like, these are too good to just, you know, keep to myself. So why not share? And then I was like, oh, you know what? I really should add stories. I was like, because my way of life and my upbringing is so unique and a lot of people don't know that about me, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay homage, you know, to my grandparents and my mm-hmm. family in the simple way in which we lived. And so in writing that, I was like, oh, Lord, that's going to take another year. Like, <laughs> but what I can do now is, again, there's so many platforms to just kind of get it out there. So I was like, you know, right. what? people don't know this side of me. Nobody would look at Trina and say, Trina Cook. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I was talking to Braylon about it. She knew a guy that had camera equipment or whatever, Kevin, and he came over with his stuff. And we started shooting. Wow. That was it. I mean, this is my kitchen. I'm doing nothing different than what I would do if right. I were, like, in there any other day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got it edited by an amazing guy or whatever and just stopped. You know, the thing about me is I'm um, kind of a uh, perfectionist. Uh-huh. And it was like, this right here is like, just put it out there. Right. You never know. what When you put things out there, you never know, you know, exactly. who's going to come to you. And then I was like, huh, Food Network Cooking. There you Chill. go. <laughs> Y'all don't have cooking. anyone like me. Surely right? they don't. <laughs> There's no... <laughs> There's no one representing the South. There's nobody. Yes. I mean, and think about it. This Louisiana is known to have some yes. of the most amazing culinary. I mean, but there's nobody from Louisiana representing. Oh, you're gonna change that. Don't worry. Something right. <laughs> I approve with these prolines. Prolines, as I say, in, in, in Louisiana. I like Shamar cone candy. Cone candy. The cone candy. I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Before we get. Uh, oh, by the way, when is this cookbook coming out? I, you know what? I'm gonna say 2015. 2015. Because if I don't okay. put it, if I don't put a goal in mind right, or whatever, right. it's just gonna keep on going. <laughs> so the the recipes are done. The recipes have been done. They're all there. Whatever. It's the stories. And so when I go home for Christmas, we're actually like gonna pull like some family photos and stuff like from ah. the from the boucheries that we used to do back in the day. You know, like slaughtering the pig and stuff. Like wow. I have those photos, but they're at my nanny's house, so we're going to get together over the holidays and kind of go through the photos and oh, stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, and my okay. nanny, she's got something. I do her okra. I call it Nanny Reese's okra, and when I tell you I don't eat okra, but I throw down on hers. <laughs> wow. And I have finally, finally nailed it. Okay, like, I cannot I wait. I finally have Nanny Smothered right? Okra recipe, and it is off the chain. I cannot wait till this cookie. I love so cooking, good. so when I hear stuff like this, it makes me, it makes my heart happy, and I love <laughs> okra, too, so I will be trying I that for sure. I love okra, but, but I, well, I love her okra. Other than that, I kind of like, Mm, that's not my thing and that and sometimes you know the sliminess or whatever right, kind of right. throws it you know yeah. but hers is just so flavorful and so amazing and I tell you I, I put my foot up in that okra pie okay I will take I'll take that all that foot toe jam all that cause it sounds good alright Denise where can your fans find you on social media and where can they find this cookbook once it comes out yes okay so uh, the easiest way to find me anywhere or anything is denisejboutte.com so denisejboutte b-o-u-t-t-e dot Com and everything is there. So okay. anything or whatever from the cooking show and all that fun stuff. Social media, it's Denise, and I have to look at my card. I know this is so sad, <laughs> but it is just my name. But I'm so not social media savvy. I'm getting there, y'all. Please be patient. But Denise Boutte, 
uh, duh, slash Denise Boutte. Twitter is Denise underscore Boutte. That's the that's the tricky one. And Instagram, Denise underscore Boutte. So I need followers. Subscribe, subscribe, yes. subscribe yes. to Denise's Dish. I've got some new stuff coming out. See, seafood Soiree is next week. Ooh, Ooh. yes. Seafood Soiree. Can and I just is- be in the background and while you cook so I can... Like we'll get taste, a taste. taste yeah, well, maybe we have to do a taste testing or right. whatever exactly. before the cookbook yeah, comes exactly. out. So we're gonna work it out. <laughs> oh, we'll be there. Honey. So in the meantime, you enjoy those fudgy you know, chocolates. Yeah, it's mine. It's mine. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, you gave me a gift. I did. I gave you a green tea Kit Kat from Japan. They're green. Okay, so I said I was gonna do this on the air because I cannot hide my um expressions. <gasps> and it, real- y'all, it's green. It's a green tea Kit Kat. It had a little melt situation, so that's why it's a little lumpy. But this is definitely a Kit Kat. Okay, so may the force be with us. <laughs> you can find me on social media at Kiki Ayers, K I K I A Y E R S. I already know what that meant. <laughs> uh, hold on, but you ain't you. Oh, that is know. so funny. I already know. <laughs> and you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Meg Scoop, like Scoop of Ice Cream. And if you'd like some to try some uh, green tea Kit Kat, you can get them at the Asian store. That's why I Thank found you, them. Megan. <laughs> We'll see you. Well, I said, if you don't have to say, I have nothing good to say, don't say it at all. <laughs> Thank you, Megan. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.